Welcome to Postcast. David Locke along with Ron Boone. Well, he'll be here in a second. Ron Boone is here. The Utah Jazz fall 113-112 to the Phoenix Suns. This was a really hard-fought, at times horrendously ugly, chaotic game, and the Jazz battled, and 95% of us should probably feel pretty good about this game, but the 5% is super frustrating! And we're talking about it coming up on Postcast. Thanks for joining us, David Locke, along with Ron Boone, and I... I really feel like I'm not quite the Animal House where I got the two different characters on my shoulder scene. I know none of you have seen that. Of course you haven't. Um, R-rated movie and um, bad movie. Um, really great movie. Uh, but I like. I part of me is just like so bothered by the defensive rebounding in the fourth quarter that it is tainting my ability to see the overall tenacity, effort, fight, and play of the Utah Jazz tonight, which was fantastic. And that's and I. I, I don't know which of those two on each of my shoulders should win out right now, Ron. Yeah, it's 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 amazing. The Jazz averaged eight offensive rebounds. Well, I'm sorry, 12 offensive rebounds a game. They only got eight. So you're absolutely right. The rebounding is what really hurt the Jazz, especially down the stretch. They ended up with 17 offensive rebounds, eight and with eight of them. And in the fourth, do you have that third quarter? How many offensive rebounds did they have going into the – Phoenix had – Ten offensive rebounds. They had seven offensive rebounds in the fourth quarter. The Jazz in the fourth quarter had two, had five defensive rebounds. So seven of the 12 opportunities the Jazz had turned out to be offensive rebounds for the Phoenix Suns. And it was incessant how often it was happening late, happening in the final possession of the game. And it, 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 I'm not sure it cost the Jazz the game. But it didn't give the Jazz the opportunity to win the game. They made some other mistakes late. Unfortunately, Colin Sexton uh, got rushed and threw a bad pass across the lane on a huge possession to turn it over because he had had a really nice game. So there were other mistakes along the way. But the the inability to just clear the glass uh, with a seven-foot beast in DeAndre Ayton was was mammoth in this one. Yeah, I, I thought that was a ball game, and that really made the big difference on whether or not the Jazz would give themselves a chance to win. Those second-chance points that they were able to come up with off offensive rebounds really, really you know, made a big difference. Jazz usually are a pretty good rebounding team. Um, and, but, you know, tonight it was eight, and obviously the, the adjustments that Monty Williams made in that second half, you know, trying to get eight more involved and, and to the point where he was scoring, and then the big rebounds down in that fourth quarter really made a big difference. The adjustment was really interesting. The Jazz jumped out of them early, 32-22 at the end of one, led it 54-51. And then they came out and just pounded the high pick and roll with Aiton rolling to the basket in that in that th- third quarter. Yeah, and it started off where they were just putting our guards in the pick and roll to the point where then Aiton was shooting over the top of the guards. But then after a while, it just didn't matter because he was uh, you know getting low enough to get some things to get what he wanted and, and close enough to the basket. And then what's it? Landell comes in, and he ends up running the same plays, but he ends up scoring really nicely, you know, down there in the paint. And maybe the key play of the game was where one of the key plays of the game was in the three-play sequence when Booker went out of the game. Aiton scores twice, and Payne hits a three. They really struggle to score without Booker, and they, they convert on those three possessions, which was a, a big, big deal uh, to this game. Overall, though, Ron... And, hey, it doesn't feel great. You've lost four in a row. The Jazz have lost seven of nine now. 
But the Jazz just went to Golden State. They went to Phoenix. Those are the two best teams in the Western Conference. Denver and Dallas just aren't quite there yet to be on the level of Golden State and Phoenix, I think, as you look at this season. And the Jazz fought with them every single night, all the whole way through both nights without Mike Conley on the floor. And uh, particularly tonight, they looked better without Mike Conley than they have on any other night. They're getting a little bit better and more comfortable playing without Mike until late, and then they really missed him again. But I, I think it was a overall, I, I find this to be a really kind of to the comment Will Hardy made in the press conference when Janie McCauley of the AP asked him in San Francisco, like, what have you learned about your team? We have heart. I would say this one showed it again tonight. This team has heart. Yeah, really have heart. We <clears throat> watched them all season long fight and, and not give up on on, on, on on games, especially when their team's going on a run and all of a sudden you got to, you know, make some pretty good plays in order to stay in the ball game. So we've seen that all season long. But uh, the heart part is that they just continue to fight. Um, regardless of who's out there on the floor and regardless of what combinations he's putting out there on the floor, everyone has been able to contribute something. I mean, there's a lot of mistakes been made, you know, but they continue to, you know, to do the best they can. Jazz fall tonight to uh, the Suns. Let's talk about Colin Sexton because his performance the last few nights at times has been rough. Tonight, he came a shot out of a cannon in sh- in every way that you're going to want him to play. Like, he did, he's got limitations. He does not see the floor great. He is not a natural point guard. He gets caught making some mistakes. Um, but I tonight, he had a big steal in the backcourt. He made a ton of plays. We saw how Colin Sexton can be a really valuable positive force on the team. Yeah, he, I, I thought he slowed down a little bit here. I need to wave at Eddie while he's leaving and his wife and his Great daughter singing the anthem. national anthem. <clears throat> Eddie Johnson, of uh, who you can hear on Sirius XM. We'll give you a little plug while we're at it. Um, if I get on air, I might take Ron's job. <laughs> yeah, but then you wouldn't, be, you wouldn't be able to play golf every day if you took Ron's job. It snows in Utah. And you'd have to work with me, Eddie. All right, so Eddie's leaving now. See you later, buddy. Nice to see you. Congratulations. Your daughter was fabulous on the anthem. That's really cool. We were talking about Colin Sexton. Yeah. I saw the Colin Sexton that can be successful tonight. And do you think he slowed down a little bit, though? And I know you talked about him trying to play without making mistakes. Um, but I thought he slowed down just a little bit. Uh, he still drives very hard to the basket. Uh, and, it's, well, slow down might be what I'm looking for. Looking like he's trying to make sure he gets teams the team into sets or something like that. I, I think he's doing that. So here's my hard. theory. I have no idea if this is true. We utterly changed the way we played there for a little while. I've, we have not walked the ball up the floor at all at any point all season long. Right. And all of a sudden tonight we were walking the ball up the floor, and when something like that happens, my feeling is it's on purpose. Like nothing's happening by accident. These teams are well coached. And Colin has tends to get a little out of control when you make him fast. I think Will Hardy had gone to, I'm going to call every set for a while and get us into set plays because there are ways we can exploit the Suns defensively and do that. I, I think that actually, that note right there, one of the things I think is so interesting about this, Ron, is how good the Jazz offense has been about against Phoenix. I don't know what they finished with tonight, but going into the fourth quarter, their, their offensive rating was a 109, and there was a lot of scoring in the fourth quarter. I would guess they were over 110, 112. Suns are the fifth best defense in the league. The Jazz have really handled them twice offensively, which is really impressive. I think the Suns give up 108 points a ball game through the course of the year, and I think that's good for six or something like that. Yep. If I, if I remember, but um, and you're absolutely right. The Jazz have been able to to score on them in in a few different ways. I mean, it wasn't marketing that really, even though he came came alive there in the fourth quarter, ended up 
with 15 points. He only had five points going into the going into the fourth quarter. It wasn't marketing, you know. It was, turned out to be sexing tonight, and, and so I think that's what Will Harding is happy with. Hardy is happy with is that, and he said this. It, it doesn't have to be the same person every night, right? Um, bunch of questions um, from various people, lineup things, this and that. I, I think they're playing pretty well. Like they just went to Golden State and Phoenix on back-to-back games. I, I honestly, like, I don't think you're expected. There aren't a lot of teams that are going to Golden State and Phoenix and winning games, right? Golden State's now nine and one at home, and they're world champs. I don't know if Phoenix is at home, but they have the best record in the West. They're thirteen and six now on the season. There aren't a lot of teams that are walking out with wins here in either of these two buildings. So I'm not sure that you're going to see lineup changes or roster rotations or things of that nature after either of these losses. I I, I think when the the pain of the loss. Uh, wears out on both these games. I, I think you actually have pretty darn good performances by the Jazz Phoenix, in both of these two games. Phoenix is ten and one at home. Have so those two it? teams are combined nineteen and two at home. Yeah, and, and so we're playing without our starting point guard. That is the fabric, uh, the thread that holds the fabric together. Yeah, great point. And, and, and these two teams are very talented. These both of those teams that we play, Golden State and Phoenix, capable of getting to the Western Conference Finals because of they have that talent level and, and they're just that good. And the Jazz are playing very good against them so got to be pleased with that e daniels in our chat room he wants on road stories he wants to know have you ever been left at the stadium on a road trip like the bus left and forgot the commentators just curious what time's our bus tonight because i feel like it could happen tonight it feels like we're really late tonight uh 10 10 so that hopefully will not happen tonight um yes i have um i was left in los angeles by then president of the team, Randy Rigby, and had Tom Nasalki and I had to take a cab to catch the plane to get on the plane in LAX, which is like really hard to have to get done. Um, so, yeah, I have had this happen. I have not. That was not while I was the radio voice of the t- on the team. Um, the other question they just want funny story on the road, funniest moment traveling on a road trip this season. I don't think we've had a funny moment on the tri- on the Not road yet. trip this season. Not yet, no. Fun- we don't have funny moments. We all have fun together, but our memories are planes falling out of skies, birds hitting planes, which luckily we didn't have to deal with, fire alarms going off at three thirty in the morning because somebody smoked in the hallway or in the staircase because it was negative five degrees outside in Memphis and they didn't want to go outside and smoke, so we all ended up have to be like. Those are the stories that we have for you. They're funny? I don't think so, but that those are two stars tonight. Ron Boone, who are you doing? Sexton, let's go with Colin Sexton. I thought he had a wonderful basketball game tonight. Um, off the bench, Alexander Walker. I mean, he just continues to get better and better and better. Good night for him. Four for four from three. His plus minus is funky, which is weird tonight, but I thought he played great. So we'll give it to Sexton Alexander Walker. Best game of the year for the Jazz without Mike Conley by far. Um, they have lost four in a row since Mike got hurt. That's not stunning to me. I don't think there's a lot of wins on this in this schedule until Mike Conley comes back. He is really, really important to this roster. Jazz fall to 12-10 and 10 on the season. Suns go to 13-6. and 6. This has been Postcast. Have a great one. Talk to you soon.